Hello and welcome to the Autism in Real Life podcast. In each episode, you'll get practical strategies by taking a journey into the joys and challenges of life with autism. I'm your host, Ilya Walsh, and I'm an educator and the parent of two young adults, one of which is on the autism spectrum. Join me as I share my experience and the experiences of others so that we may see the unique gifts and talents of individuals on the autism spectrum fully recognized. everyone and welcome. This is Ilya with the Spectrum Strategy Group and I wanted to just um, continue our conversation around uh, trauma and autism. Um, so uh, this is a next part of um, I don't know how many part series I suppose um, but really uh, just want to make sure I continue the dialogue and um, the exploration around um, trauma and autism. Um, so uh, when I did my last podcast with Lisa and Mary um, around their book, Living with PTSD on the Autism Spectrum, there was a section in there that uh, particularly struck me. And um, it's a list of basic human rights for self-development. And it was curated by um, uh, last name Benedict, uh, and he's in there um, in their references. Um, but he had found a whole bunch of different uh, pieces in his work with uh, trauma and um, kind of curated this list of basic human rights in some ways, um, particularly for self-development. And uh, you can find some more information on their work at serenityonlinetherapy.com. And then there is a basic human rights um, section. And so this is as of February of this year, 2020. Um, and, you know, so the preface in the book beforehand is um, a brief reminder of what the United Nations declares as every person's right to development, that all persons are, in quotes, entitled to participate in, contribute to, and enjoy economic, social, cultural, and political development in which all human rights and fundamental freedoms can be fully realized. And in thinking about that, it sounds awfully similar to my mission statement, which I did not, it was unintentional. Um, but that is from the UN Declaration on the Rights to Development proclaimed in 1986. And so uh, Benedict took that and in his work kind of curated uh, an additional list of 22 um, different basic human rights. And so I'm going to read them to you. And I, I think it's particularly important because I think uh, those with autism oftentimes you know, get um, maybe conflicted around um, what it is they are entitled to and what it is that we all do have rights to. And as you read, as I read the list, um, you'll probably recognize that these are things that are not specific um, necessarily to those with autism or particularly uh, to those with trauma. So 
Let me get into it. It's uh, the basic human rights for self-development. Number one, I have the right to have these basic human rights and to stand up for them. Number two, I have the right to have my needs and feelings be as important as anyone else's. Number three, I have the right to experience and express my feelings if I choose to do so in a respectful way. Number four, I have the right to not be responsible for the feelings of others. Number five, I have the right to express my opinions if I choose to do so in a respectful way. Number six, I have the right to set my own priorities. Number seven, I have the right to establish independence if I choose to. Number eight, I have the right to decide how I spend my time. Number nine, I have the right to choose my own lifestyle as long as I do not violate the rights of others. Number 10, I have the right to change my lifestyle, myself, my behaviors, my values, my life situation, and my mind. Number 11, I have the right to make honest mistakes and to admit those mistakes without feeling humiliated. Number 12, I have the right to self-fulfillment through my own talents and interests. Number 13, I have the right to grow as a person and to accept new challenges. Number 14, I have the right to choose with whom I spend my time and with whom I share my body. Number 15, I have the right to be treated with dignity and respect in all my relationships. Number 16, I have the right to be listened to respectfully. Number 17, I have the right to ask for what I want assertively. Number 18, I have the right to say I don't understand or I don't know without feeling or being humiliated. Number 19, I have the right to say no and to set limits and boundaries without feeling guilty. Number 20, I have the right to set limits on how I will be treated in relationships. Number 21, I have the right to expect my boundaries be respected. Number 22, I have the right to walk away from toxic or abusive relationships. And in listening to these, um, as someone who has experienced trauma in my history, um, some of them, especially this particular phrase, I have the right to, feels very uh, difficult. And it, it sort of um, feels hard to say. Uh, and, you know, it's almost like I think there is some conditioning where it's more about asking permission. You know, I have to ask permission to um, have my needs and feelings met uh, and be as important as anyone else's. I have, um, I have to ask permission to change my lifestyle, uh, myself or my behaviors. Uh, I have to ask permission to be listened to respectfully or I have to have permission to ask for what I want assertively. And to kind of see it written here in I have the right to instead of I have to ask for permission for uh, would is just there alone is a learning and just in that thinking is a, a shift. And there, there's a lot of work that needs to go into recognizing that you have the right to certain things and that you are entitled to certain things. Um, and this can be particularly confusing if you've grown up uh, 
with a background where some of these things were not in your control, right? So if if it were that easy, none of this would have to be written down, right? It wouldn't be it wouldn't be difficult. We'd all be okay, and none of us would have these things as challenges. Um, but the truth is, and it's unfortunate, but many of us have in our history um, where these things were not within our control, or we had to adjust accordingly in order to feel safe, uh, in order to survive and get through uh, whatever situation or circumstance you may have been in. So um, I, you know, I offer just the, the learning and the thought between, um, you know, thinking about feeling the need that you have to ask for permission. And this is where I think sometimes, um, you know, you hear the phrase, you have to give yourself permission. Um, there's that, maybe that's an intermediate step to, I have the right, right? Maybe that's, maybe that's some of that. Um, and I also look at these as thinking they feel a little bit like a, like a mantra for the day, right? Like I could see these on a calendar somewhere and you keep going through them, um, day to day. Uh, and, and also I think about with the holidays coming up, uh, or we're in the holidays, I guess, right now and having had a particularly stressful year of 2010-20 and with the end of the year coming, um, a lot of times we start thinking about, well, what did I accomplish this year and, you know, what's my checkoff list that I got done um, and what's to come uh, in the next year and what goals do I set and what do I need to get done? So we just create a new checkoff list. Um, So maybe something to think about and I know something that I might be thinking about is maybe some of using some of these uh, not as something that is a checkoff list. And maybe I start using some of these as a practice. So um, I would say um, I will practice my right to set my own priorities. I will practice my right to ask for what I want assertively. Um, I will practice my right to make honest mistakes and to admit those mistakes without feeling humiliated. So maybe just a little bit of a shift, but thinking of it as a practice, right? Instead of having to be perfect at doing this, because some of us who might be a little caught up in (laughs) some perfectionist thinking, um, this could sometimes work against us. But if I think of it more as a practice, then I know it's not about being perfect, but I know it's about learning that these are things that um, are fundamental to being human. And so this is not just for people uh, with autism. It is not just for people with trauma. Uh, But I think this uh, sort of set of of basic human rights for self-development, I think can also be looked at as a set of human rights for self-care and for, you know, building that relationship with yourself so that you can feel uh, in control of your environment and your life and feel uh, safe and secure um, in creating uh, a safe space for yourself, Um, but in in a healthy way now. Right. So it's changing the patterning, it's changing the conditioning uh, and it's changing the paradigm from what uh, from old habits to a new set of healthy, 
healthier habits. Um, so I would offer that up and I definitely would love to hear people's perspectives on, um, on these. Um, and, you know, I really think that maybe pulling them out one or two or many (laughs) could each be their own topic. Um, and perhaps putting together, um, a group to, uh, to chat about these topics. So if that's something that anyone listening is interested in and is having a conversation around, um, these basic human rights for self-development, or I'm, I'm seeing them as a self-care, um, please, please reach out to me and, and we can set up, uh, some kind of dialogue or some kind of group where we can kind of talk about these, um, and, kind of maybe shift and shift to a mindset of healing. Uh, And I think at the end of a year, particularly this year, (laughs) um, is uh, something that we need to think about is healing going forward. So thank you so much for listening in and um, I'll talk to you all soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to Autism in Real Life. This is Elia Walsh, and if you like the show, please hit subscribe so you can get notified each time a new episode is released. I also offer training, consultations, and parent coaching, and would love to help you in any way that I can. You can check out my offerings at thespectrumstrategy.com, and when you join my email list, you can get a code to receive a discount off of an online class or a coaching session. Looking forward to hearing from you. Take care and see you next time.